What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan. And I don't have Jack here today, uh, but today we are going to be talking about um, not a new topic. I mean, it's kind of new. Uh, I would say it's new because you probably haven't heard any of these things before, and, and that's because I haven't really either. And that is rare and activating terpenes. So not just any terpene or cannabinoids, but rare ones that help you get activated. So I was kind of interested in that. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and, and make sure we did a show on it. Because I don't think we've talked about any of these up to this point. And uh, my understanding after I've done my research is that there's probably a lot in here that actually affects a lot of our cannabis usage um, to help us optimize our day-to-day activities. And so I want to make sure we brought some of those to light. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to start. Thank you, all of you, for coming back again. Uh, you guys are just awesome. Coming from all over the world, you guys have been reaching out, um, just letting us know your thoughts on the show and the content and what you'd like to see more of, what, the, what you'd like to see less of, all the good stuff. So thank you guys for coming back. And, and if you want to help us out, the best way you can do that uh, is just by clicking a like or sharing this. And either one kind of helps us with those algorithms. And every time you guys do that, it, it actually helps a ton. So I can't thank you guys enough. And it's easy enough. So I don't mind asking. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just wanted to also let you guys know I was in New York this week for the first time since the pandemic. You guys remember when we used to record in New York and then we, uh, then the pandemic hit and we ended up recording remotely. The whole world changed, obviously. Um, I just went back to New York with my family for the first time this week and I had a great time. I mean, obviously you have your highs and your lows. I think definitely for sure more highs and lows. Uh, but you know, what is New York City without a little craziness? So we were there. Um, I will be talking about some of my experiences and not so much with cannabis, I would say. Um, cannabis certainly was an interesting experience in New York. And, and I say this because when I was there, it wasn't legal. Uh, cannabis wasn't legal in New York yet. Um, now it is. So I went back uh, for the first time since it was legal and was floored at <laughs> just the changes, even though I, I thought I was ready for you know what to expect. But for example, you'd walk into a bodega and people are just smoking cannabis. They're not vaping. They're smoking cannabis, like right inside the store, and which is crazy. I mean, I, I just even smoking in New York is just like you don't do that, let alone, you know, people get yelled at for doing that in the subways, let alone, you know, I guess if you're doing it in your own bodega, you can do what you want. People don't have to come back to the store um, if they don't want to. But yeah, that was that was a shocking discovery I saw. I'm not going to say that's commonplace in New York, but uh, I did see that, so I, I haven't seen it before, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, definitely is more accepted cannabis for sure, so that's that's a fun thing. Um, there are also, uh, I'm going to be talking about some mushroom stuff too that uh, that I was able to um, find when I was down there, and I'll talk to you guys about that. So just, I know we talked about magic mushrooms and psilocybin last year around this time, a uh, little, little more than a year ago. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and do another episode on that as well. Just kind of like a refresh. I think there's just more kind of like cannabis that we're learning about on a regular basis with that. And I would like to just talk about it more too. So uh, today, right. Um, you know, why is this episode important? What we're talking about, we're talking about activating rare terpenes and cannabinoids. We're talking about the rare ones that help you get going throughout your day. Right. Um, we hear a lot about the big players. We'll, we'll talk about them briefly, but uh, I think it's important we talk about this because sometimes you may find something that you really like, and it may be not because of the lemonine. Maybe it's 
from the uh, from you know the the geraniol or one of these other lesser known terpenes that we'll get into. But I think it's important to talk about this. So you know, we just bring more awareness to the plant. We bring more awareness to the versatility, and we understand you know other other options that are available to us as well. So a um, lot of lot of big words in here, guys. There's there's new words, big words. I'm probably gonna butcher the hell out of them, uh, but a lot of fun stuff too. So definitely take a look, uh, see what you guys maybe are missing in your cannabis routine, and we will go from there. So first. Let's just talk about some of the common, you know, if you're new to the show, um, terpenes, right? Like, what are they? What are cannabinoids? I won't get into it too much. But terpenes kind of direct your roadmap. Like, where are you going and you're high? Are you going Are you going up? you going down? you staying in the middle? And then um, the cannabinoids are kind of like your gas and your brakes, right? So THC is like your gas and the CBD is kind of like your brakes. And the terpenes are your roadmap. They're going to help you kind of figure out where you're going. So when we talk about um, cannabis, that allows us in, in that way, that allows us to really understand the versatility of the plant and, and to see it that way as well, because there are a lot of really cool components that we can utilize. Um, so some of those common terpenes that we talk about to start, uh, limonene is one. And we know limonene is found in a lot of citrus fruits, and it's known for its uplifting and energizing properties, enhances mood, reduces stress, boosts motivation. Um, I love lemon strains. If you, you got some limonene in that strain, it's it's usually going to put a smile on your face, right? Um, it's it's not going to put a frown typically. So limonene is awesome. It smells good. It makes the flowers smell good too. Um, I really, really like limonene. And same with the next one, actually, pinene. And if you guys, again, if you're familiar with the show, uh, you know these these guys, these common ones. Uh, found in the pine trees, a lot of the times it has that stimulating effect. Pining is like when you breathe in, you go out in the woods, you you know you have that big deep breath of air, and it's just fresh. It opens you up. It's a bronchodilator, right? Uh, that's what pining does, and it just it's super fresh. It's just very invigorating. So um, definitely can also help uh, enhance respiratory function as well during physical activity, which is pretty cool and something I've noticed for sure when I go running. Um, Terpinoline. Another big one uh, that um, has like a unique herbal and floral aroma and definitely known for kind of like it's calming energizing effects um, helps with, you know, reducing anxiety uh, again, promotes kind of like that relaxing state of mind and really, you know, kind of, if you're looking to be in the zone, kind of like that middle ground between relaxation and activity uh, helps you kind of like stay in that Goldilocks zone, which is great. And then obviously cannabinoids, we have THC and CBD. Uh, those guys are, are very, very familiar. THC can be activating in, in smaller doses, tends to be sedating in larger doses. CBD does tend to be activating, um, reduces anxiety, obviously. It leaves exercise-induced pain and inflammation, and uh, it just promotes a very healthy sense of relaxation. There's a wholesome, healthy sense of relaxation, not a sense that makes you want to just crash and do nothing, but just a healthy relaxing peace of mind. It, it, it just feels great. It's one of CBD flower has absolutely been my favorite, uh, go-to since I've been using cannabis in general. Um, I love THC, but if you don't have CBD in there, it doesn't, doesn't make you feel that great. In my opinion, um, CBG, that's very activating. We've talked about this as well in lower concentrations. It can, uh, it, it can tend to be activating as well. Uh, anti-inflammatory, it leaves pain and muscle soreness. Precursor CBGA to THC and CBD 
Um, very much so an up-and-coming cannabinoid. I like using CBG kind of like a cross between THC and CBD, it seems. It's kind of it works in that sense, uh, my opinion. The way it works for me, I guess. And then the other activating cannabinoid is THCV. That is that... Um, uh, it's known for, we've talked about this with Dr. Tony on the Your CBD store years ago. And that THCV has a, it's an appetite suppressing uh, cannabinoid. And it also has energizing effects as well. Um, and it can help promote focus and clarity. Um, definitely helping those with an active lifestyle. So if you're looking for, again, focus clarity, whether it's work, specifically if you're looking to like run or do something active with your body, THCV is a really, really nice option for you to consider in that scenario. But, you know, this show, as we talked about, is about, today at least, is about the the smaller guys, right? Like the the ones that, um, you know, I've done terpene strains, like whole shows on terpenes, but we're going to talk about these guys in, in grouped bunches, mainly because they are lesser well-known. That's the right way to say it. And um, because of that, there's more research often that has to be done. Uh, but still, a, a lot of these will have an impact and, and even to the like an impact that we may not even understand at this point. We're still learning more about. So the first one to get to it, uh, there's six terpenes here. The first one is geranule. Again, apologize for the mispronunciations that you're probably going to hear. But um, uh, we don't run across these very often. That's why. <laughs> this one has a lot, a very floral and fruity aroma, right? Geranule. Um, it has... Uh, it's known to have potent antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties and can support um, muscle recovery and reduce muscle soreness when after you work out. So definitely something to consider. Common strains, if you're looking at strains, like we're going to find this, um, Amnesia Haze, Great White Shark, and Afghani all have those as uh, recovery options with geranial in it. And uh, naturally found, and, and just I want to point out, sometimes, you know, activating it's, it's odd. I feel like activation can sometimes mean relaxation, right? Sometimes my brain is more activated when I'm relaxed than uh, if I'm super jazzed up and, you know, just like kind of nervous or something. My brain doesn't work as well, right? So sometimes, you know, you get more activity out of a more relaxed state, which is a bit of an oxymoron as far as how we would consider thinking about that. But uh, definitely something that I've experienced. And I think if you, if you just think about, let's say you're giving a speech or you're sitting in front of a group and you're really, really nervous, the chances of that speech going well are a little less um, than if you're just a little bit nervous, right? A little bit nervous is good. Uh, and then, you know, you, you can just move through that. So anyways, that's a little tangent. That's just, you know, that's my thought on that. So um, you're going to find this uh, geraniol, however, in geraniums, lemons, roses, and citronella. So when you guys are outside and you're smelling all those beautiful smells, that is a terpene that you will often find in cannabis as well. Um, this is a perfume terpene. So if, if you guys also are smelling roses or flowers in your perfumes, it's likely that this terpene is in the perfume as well. So this is definitely something that is familiar with us, granule. So consider that for an activated terpene. Um, we have another one. Number two is philandrine. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. And this one uh, is known to also have potential activating effects, known to help increase alertness and focus during physical activity. Um, sour diesel, chemdog, and cheese could all have some philandrine in it. Cheese tends to be a little bit more, uh, I'd say, in, in the couch, I would say, more so than the other two. 
but still, again, that can mean an activated mind if you're a little relaxed, right? Uh, you can find philandrine in eucalyptus, cinnamon, fennel, and peppermint naturally. So if you're looking to take any of those, you're going to be eating some philandrine at the same time. This terpene uh, is also naturally produced by certain insect species as a defense mechanism against predators. So that's kind of interesting. I'm not sure if that's something you would find maybe in um, your bug spray or not, but it seems like it could be helpful uh, beyond just um, the effects that you would get from cannabis, right? So that is phalandrine. The number three terpene that is activating and rare that you'll find in cannabis is valencine. And this one has a citrusy aroma. Um, definitely contributes to some feelings of energy, invigoration, uh, enhancing you know motivation for physical activity, all that good stuff that you would want out of a terpene or a cannabinoid. And the strains that you can find would be similar to tangy, Agent Orange, Tangerine Dream, um, fantastic strains. I use those strains for, for focused, for relaxed, for happy, relaxed focus. How about that? You're happy, you're relaxed and you're focused. So I think that, you know, valencine is really good for that. I found, especially with those strains that we just, I just mentioned, um, no surprise here, commonly find this one in oranges, right? You'll find this terpene, uh, there, which makes a lot of sense. So we probably eat it every day also. Um, and also Valencia, it's named after Valencia oranges. Fun fact here, uh, named after the city of Valencia in Spain. So, you know, we've been talking about terpenes for a while now, I guess, <laughs> even hundreds of years ago in Spain. So that's number three. If you're looking for some, uh, some oranginess, go with Valencia for number three, or I'm sorry, number four, uh, rare terpene that is also has activating, uh, features is Nerolidol. Um, Nerolidol, uh, has like a woody and floral aroma and it, it actually can help. This is one that will help, um, relax muscles and promote a sense of calm during physical activity. So again, like you can be doing something active, but your body still in order to most effectively and efficiently, uh, run through that process, it's going to require a, a sense of calm from some part of your body as well. Right. Again, I think that's a really interesting concept for a lot of people, but if, if you've ever, again, been in the zone and doing something and you're quote unquote in the zone, you know that that zone feeling is not an uptight, uh, kind of crazy feeling. It's a very relaxed, calm, and like laser focused feeling, right? It's a great feeling. So, um, that relax, the relaxation is often what cannabis can do to help us really get focused, right? So, Common strains, Skywalker OG, Skywalker OG, Island Sweet Skunk, and Jack Herrera. I mean, again, you know, it just falls right into play with how I use cannabis. It, it, I find that when I'm running, for example, um, using Jack Herrera helps with getting in the zone. I believe it's helped me as a bronchodilator and also... Um, with a lot of that focus that comes, you know, with being tired that, you know, you have to like kind of ramp up again. So I, I think it, it's really interesting. Maybe it's not the pinene or terpinaline injector. Maybe it's the neurolidol, right? That, that is helping uh, often when I'm going through my exercise workouts or whatever it may be that I'm using Jack for, right? 
So uh, really cool thoughts there. I love Skywalker OG as well. Island, Island Sweet Skunk is a great one too. Um, you're going to find Nero Lidol, uh common in Jasmine, Lemongrass, Ginger, and Tea Tree. So the, you're going to find them there. Um, and you're also going to find them in essential oils, kind of as a fun fact. Uh, jasmine essential oils, lemongrass, um, you're going to find them in those as well, being used quite often. So that is number four. Number five is terpineol, which is kind of similar to like terp terpinoline, right? And pinene and all those guys. Uh, this one has a very floral scent and is, um, you're going to find it in lilacs and pine trees, lime blossoms, and it, it tends to have um, a relaxing and soothing effect. And it can make, that can be very beneficial for reducing stress and promoting a, a, a calm state as well during exercise. Again, uh, you're going to find OG Kush with this. Jack is going to be in this again. You're going to have, you know, some of that in Jack Herrera, Girl Scout cookies, all of these um, strains that tend to really have a very calming but activating um, side to them, right? And it's funny, I, I OG Kush and, and um, Jack Herrera and Girl Scout cookies, all very similar strains. It's just strange to me that, that Jack Herrera really does have a decent amount of Vinica property in it, but it has a, a lot of sativa effects, right? Except for the calm focus uh sense of being that you have while you're using it that does not feel like a sativa effect but it is in jack career so i think it's really interesting um that again i've been saying this thing three times that you can be relaxed and activated at the same time which is great thing about cannabis the whole thing's an oxymoron right <laughs> i don't know uh but you can find um narrow light or i'm sorry terpineol in lilacs pine trees lime blossoms eucalyptus some of the familiar players that we've talked about recently and, and this is one that's been used for centuries for both uh, medicinal and you know, calming and sedative properties that it, that it offers. So um, definitely a common terpene that we've been utilizing. And then the final one that I have on here that I thought was kind of interesting is Phytol. Very, very plant florally. Um, has an earthy aroma, uh, some potential anti-inflammatory properties. And suggested uh, it's been suggested that it enhances recovery and reduces muscle soreness which could be helpful for those that are going through you know those issues right so it's possible that um that phytol can help uh it's found in trace amounts of cannabis it's not a ton you're not going to find in it um you're going to find it in green tea naturally parsley you'll find uh phytol and algae as well is where you find a lot of um uh phytol so the other place that you're going to find it kind of as a fun fact um, is the human body as a break. You're going to find phytol in the human body as a breakdown of chlorophyll, which I think is really interesting also, uh, because if you ingest chlorophyll, that'll break down into this terpene, which is just um, interesting to think that your body is making some of the same stuff that algae makes, <laughs> right? Uh, so those are the terpenes. We have just to kind of refresh, geraniol, um, philandrine, valencine, neurolidol, and terpineol. So quite the quite the lineup. Oh, and phytol, quite the lineup there. Now we're going to be talking about cannabinoids um, next here. I have CBC. Um, CBC is, I think I've talked about it before on the show, but if you're going, if you're vaping, right, and if you're using a lot of, especially Delta 8 carts, I find that they utilize CBC in their carts often. And um, 
what they're finding is it definitely has anti-inflammatory properties. It, it helps with pain potentially uh, and providing a lot of relief from exercise as well. So I found that a lot of my vape carts do a lot of that. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the CBC and specifically those that I know have the CBC in them. Um, strains include the Purple Punch, the Catatonic, Harlequin. Uh, it's actually con um, considered the often at least third most prevalent cannabinoid in cannabis following both THC and CBD, just obviously found in, um, in lower concentrations, but uh, it definitely helps. At least it's, it's thought to help with assisting with the entourage effect that you would experience when you utilize cannabis with all the other cannabinoids and terpenes. CBC, which is short for cannabichromine, but we'll continue to call it CBC. So definitely check that one out, guys. Uh, Delta 10 is my next one. Delta 10 THC, I haven't talked too much about this one. An activating terpene, similar in effect to Delta 9, uh, relatively new. You'll find this in a ton of strains. Uh, you can find this in any strain possible. Like if you go online, they're in almost all of them, it seems. Um, it's known to have, it's gained attention at least um, in the industry to have a mood lifting and creativity enhancing effect. So it's known to be, a pretty activating terpene. Every time it's ever been explained to me when I see it in stores, it's explained in the same way. It described as having a more smoother and manageable psychoactive effect compared to Delta 9 for sure. Um, so definitely check out Delta 10, especially if you're in a state that is not legal for Delta 9. Uh, and if you're looking for something, and even if it is legal, if you're looking for something that is a little bit more mellow than Delta 9, uh, Delta 10 is a really good option for a lot of people. So check that out. Um, CBDA is the next cannabinoid I have on here, uh, the third one, and this is cannabidiolic acid. I'll never say that again after this, but, um, that is the raw form of CBD, right? So we talked last week about THCA, or was it last week or two weeks ago? On THCA, uh, that A, that acidic portion is cut off during de decarboxyl decarboxylation, and CB or THC is left. So similar to CBDA during decarb, uh, the decarb process, the acidic portion is cut off and you're left with CBD. All right. And I, I'm sure I didn't explain that in the most scientific way. Uh, but that is the, the general route of how CBDA turns into CBD. That a, that acidic piece is cut off and boom, you have it. Um, has anti-inflammatory properties, uh, Definitely um, pretty hot recently, I would say, the past one or two years is cannabinoid, especially during COVID. I found a lot of um, CBDA conversations, THCA conversations, non-intoxicating um, cannabinoids that would really help in those scenarios. So uh, often will be found in hemp. So if, if you're utilizing hemp, you're going to find, especially raw hemp, a lot more CBDA uh, and, and found to be more potent as well than CBD. So check that out. Then we have um, CBCA, which is the cannabichrominic acid, and that um, is very similar to CBDA. It has that acidic precursor or acidic um, uh, group that's on it, and during decarboxylation, you are later left with CBD, CBC. Wow, all these acronyms, right? Uh, you're left with CBC. And so what they'll find is that CBCA and CBC are very similar in their effects. And um, uh, when cannabis is exposed to heat or prolonged storage, just in general, 
you're going to find that it's just the CBC is going to gradually um, convert to CB CBCA will gradually convert to CBC. That's what you're going to find. And then you have cannabidivarin, right? And that is CBDV. And this is another non-intoxicating non cannabinoid similar to THCV. And it's been found to have potentially anticonvulsant properties and is currently being studied for um, potential therapeutic benefits in conditions such as epilepsy and uh, neurogenerative disorders as well. Um, I think also stomach disorders also. I was reading about that. So THCV, CBDV, um, similar, uh, similar again, cannabinoids with a little bit different effects. It's funny, a lot of times CBD, um, it does have a very similar structure to CBD. So you're going to have some of those same effects that you do get with CBD, but the CBDV tends to be much more effective uh, for anticonvulsive properties is what they're finding. More, more studies to be done, but we are finding that a lot of good things when we do those studies. Uh, Canatonic, Dancehall, and Pennywise all are um, typically higher. You'll find more CBDV in those strains, so definitely check those out. And then the other cannabinoid I have here is CBL, Cannabicyclol. Right, and this is a another non-intoxicating cannabinoid that is formed through the degradation of THC over time when that is exposed to heat or light. So it's kind of similar to CBN, where you have a lot of THC and you know it's been sitting for a while, and eventually that starts turning into CBN. So um, CBL is is similar uh, again, a minor cannabinoid um, that is believed to have potential anti-inflammatory properties. So um, interesting, uh, CBL, kind of a different acronym there too. And then I, I mentioned THCV before, tetrahydrocannabivarin. Um, I think I said that better than I was expecting. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, helps with weight management, appetite suppressant properties. Um, it's, it's kind of a nickname, the sports car of cannabinoids due to all of those effects that it's able, well, it, it's supposed to be able to um, induce, which I have used it and absolutely can say that it's not going to hit you in the face when you have the energizing effects similar to THC Delta 9. It's, it, in my opinion, at least, it was more of a subtle effect that I believe is more effective because it's more subtle. It's less of a uh, artificial energizing effect. It's a wholesome, real energizing effect that is really helpful and uh, effective for that reason. So um, THCV, uh, again, originating um, from African strains, typically African landris strains like Durban Poison, um, Red Congolese, Malawi Gold, all those have higher THC THCV um, content in them. And then we have CBCV. That is cannabichromivarin, right? That's CBC, CBCA. Now we have CBCV, kind of like CBDV and THCV. <laughs> and, and this one um, is kind of similar to CBC, again, uh, as far as the structural, um, like the profile goes. And found in trace amounts, um, but again, similar properties to CBC. So possibly, you know, with a little bit more potent effects. I'm, you know, typically as well, uh, that tends to be what the V tends to do. I don't know why in these cannabinoids, but if THCV, CBDV, CBCV tends to have more potent effects, it seems 
than the CBC, THC, CBD versions, right? The non-Varin versions, I guess is what this would be. So really cool. Um, a lot of, a lot guys. And, and I didn't even get to all of them. Like these are just <laughs> like scratching the surface and I haven't even heard of half of these, right? Uh, now there's other parts of cannabis too that we can utilize the components of cannabis, cannabis to help us support a healthy lifestyle. And I'm just going to run through those quickly. We've talked about a few of them, but I thought some of them were kind of shocking. For, we've talked about this first one, the flavonoids, right? We've talked about these before. Um, you're going to find these often in plants a lot. They provide the color. Definitely find it in cannabis. It's where you get the purples, the oranges, the blues, you know, the greens, all that stuff. Um, and the aroma, you get that too. The flavor you'll get from flavonoids as well. Flavor, flavin, makes sense. Uh, they have a lot of antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, neuroprotective properties often. Um, and common ones you're going to find in cannabis specifically would be quercetin is one. You've probably seen this in GNC stores, right? Um, Apignan and camphorol. So camphorol with a K, K-A-E-M-P-F-E-R-O-L. And I can always add these to the notes to make sure that you guys are seeing those. So flavonoids are big. Another component of cannabis that helps with, um, that can help, you know, with supporting a healthy and active lifestyle uh, is fiber, hemp fiber. Um, a lot of, you know, hemp specifically is very rich in dietary fiber and fiber obviously is essential for maintaining a healthy digestive system and promoting regular bowel movements. And so if you incorporate um hemp-based foods like hemp seeds or protein power, the hemp-based protein power into your diet, it can provide a nice source of fiber for you. So don't forget that. We also have fatty acids, essential fatty acids in hemp. Hemp seeds are known for that, especially the omega-3s and the omega-6s. We talk about this a lot. Um, fats, proteins, and carbs, that's everything you need, right? So definitely have fats and, and hemp as well. Um, they play a, a really critical role in your heart health, brain uh, function, reducing inflammation, all those types of good fats. Um, so definitely, you know, you can add those, the hemp seeds into meals and you can kind of incorporate them that way if you'd like. There's also proteins we get from hemp and, and cannabis. So hemp seeds specifically are a great source of plant protein and they actually contain all nine essential amino acids required by the human body. Um, so, you know, by incorporating them into your body, you can really support muscle recovery and, and just, you know, an active lifestyle in general. And then the final component that you're going to find in cannabis that I actually didn't even think about, but I thought was kind of interesting, um, are minerals and vitamins. You can get those right in cannabis, right? Um, particularly hemp contains, you know, various minerals and vitamins that contribute to our overall health. And, and some of these include magnesium, zinc, iron, vitamin E, B vitamins for energy um, production, immune function, um, and, and maintaining, you know, proper bodily functions in general, right? So uh, there's there's a ton, you know, there that, that we can consider. And again, I, I'm scratching the surface on this. And you know, I just think we're getting into nice seasons, guys. I, I like to be motivated and, um, I guess moved by, uh, you know, what I'm what I'm kind of feeling at the time. And and right now, uh, definitely have been more into that type of research to really understand, you know, all the different ways we can be maximizing our cannabis use, and especially when it's getting nicer and we want to be outside and we want to be more active. Um, so I hope this list was helpful for everybody. I learned a lot as I usually do by putting this together. 
Um, so let me know if you guys have any questions, concerns. I thank you all again, as always, for for jumping on here and, and listening to us weekly. Um, I cannot wait till we start releasing all the other stuff. We are so, so close to doing it. Uh, I just need to square away a few more things, and we got some more treats coming for all you guys. Um, but that's all I have in the meantime. I hope you guys are really, really enjoying your week. I cannot wait to tell you my next story on New York and and mushrooms and all that good stuff. And then we're going to talk about I think some budgetary stuff too. I think it's important to talk about, because I remember I went through a phase where I was using cannabis and just not even understanding like the costs and all that stuff going into it. So I may just look at, you know, some ways I can try and stretch your stash a little bit. Um, may do that too. A lot of different things, guys. Anywho, I don't have to keep going. You guys have heard enough. I will talk to you soon. Cannot thank you guys enough. We will see you back next week on another amazing episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Peace. to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope.
I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.